Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest Disney news? And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars. Well, have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And I'm Jeffrey from D23, the official Disney fan club. And today we're taking you Inside Disney. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. And hello, hello to our special guest host of the week. Kian Almride here with us. Hey, how's it going? Kian, we are so happy to have you guest hosting with us today. Woohoo! Yes, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Joining us from the Disney Parks group. Kian, why don't you, for our fabulous listeners, talk a little bit about what you do. Yeah, yeah. Coming from Disney Parks, I'm part of the Yellow Shoes Creative Group. My team is the one that sort of works on any television programming that features Disney Parks. That's, you know, anything outside of a news story. So I think... Most of your listeners are probably familiar with the wonderful world of Disney magical holiday celebration that we do every year. Yes. The Magic Christmas Day Parade. My team also helps produce American Idol when we go to Alani in Hawaii. Fun. Um, And then we also do the scripted shows. So we did ABC's Blackish when they went to Walt Disney World or the Goldbergs at Disneyland. And most recently, it was announced that we just shot ABC's Home Economics at Disneyland. And that episode is premiering on September 21st. And I think I can say this, but your attendees going to the D23 Expo actually can get a sneak peek of the episode (gasps) at one of the panels, which is pretty exciting. So definitely check that out. It was such a blast to film with Topher Grace and the entire cast. That's really the the pinnacle of what we do is is getting to shoot those uh, scripted shows. Oh, Ah, I love that. How cool. And so many friends of the pod that you've worked with, because we've had both Topher Grace and Carla Souza on the Mm -hmm. show Mm -hmm. and just had Marcus Scribner from Blackish on. So Mm -hmm. lots of fabulous people that you've gotten to work with who are also friends of the pod. Yeah, Ah. I think I can say there's a friend of the pod that is a guest star on this episode of Hum Economics. I'm going to (gasps) wait. For that to be a surprise for anyone watching, but um, this person is so funny and I'm so excited that they were a part of the episode. Ah, Ooh, I love wow. a good tease. <laughs> I'm going to go through the archives and see who makes sense to guest star and who doesn't. I'm just going to yes. assume Yvette Nicole Brown, don't react, but <laughs> she's in everything. <laughs> That's true. She is. My lips are sealed. <laughs> the unofficial queen of Disney Plus and now perhaps ABC. Who knows? Who knows? Truly. <laughs> Big news that I thought was big for us, Sherry, and I was really excited this week that we just celebrated our three-year anniversary of the podcast. Wow. Amazing. We've raised a toddler. We've we've raised a toddler. It is still very unruly, however. Very Very unruly. unruly. (laughs) But huge thanks, of course, to everyone who listens. Massive, massive thanks to our producer, Bruce, our fabulous editor, Paul, who definitely helps us cuts down probably 20 minutes of oops, sorry. (laughs) Can we do that again? So that listeners don't have to endure that. I even had great people like Jill Jones on Instagram and and a bunch of other wonderful folk reach out to me on social to congratulate us. So thanks to everyone who did that. And Sherry, thanks to you for being such a great partner for three years plus on the show. Thanks to you too, Jeffrey. And thanks to all of the people you mentioned, all the people who work on the show behind the scenes and all of our amazing, amazing listeners who keep up with us every week. And truly thanks to Paul for uh, making the show coherent Mostly my bad for messing things up. (laughs) No, no. Equally, equally. 
And super quick to Mike Vargo, head of D23 and friend of the pod for being so supportive for Jocelyn and Nan and Cammy and Derek and the whole team that makes the show look great in promos. Jeremy, John, Hunter, thank you all so much. We really appreciate it. Sherry, other than celebrating our three-year anniversary, what have you been up to? Yes. Well, I gave one of my favorite, favorite, favorite Pixar shorts a rewatch for the birds in memory of a Pixarian who we sadly lost this week, Ralph Eggleston. Mm. He was an incredible animator, director, art director, storyboard artist, writer, production designer, you name it. He did it and he did it phenomenally. So yeah, very sad week for our Pixar family, but gave for the birds a watch. And it's just such a beautiful story so short yet says so much as with every pixar short and so funny oh my goodness it's so it's funny my favorites yeah oh my gosh jeffrey just pulled out a for the birds plush everybody i love it <laughs> oh, wait i know that no one can see it except for me but oh, I, have, I have a family I have, I have a whole i have a flock of <laughs> for the birds plush so while they still had their feathers spoiler alert yes sorry spoiler <laughs> alert sorry about that i love breaking out visuals for an audio podcast it's always <laughs> always really helpful kian what have you been up to yeah, you know, I've actually been listening to Disney on Broadway soundtracks. Ooh. You know, in the gym, there is something about, you know, blasting strangers like me from Tarzan or speechless from Aladdin that just really gets me in the mood to exercise and, and hit the gym hard. Ah, oh. how cool. Do you have a go-to song? Oh, oh, definitely Strangers Like Me from Tarzan, for sure. Oh, yeah. It's great. Beat. Aida, too. I'm not a lot of, you know. Not Ooh. a lot of people are- The deeper are, cut there. The deeper cut, but Aida, and then, I mean, Newsies, I go on and on. There are so many, many great <laughs> songs from all those shows, so. You get no argument for me on that. I'm a <laughs> big fan. Same. Big fan. <laughs> We've got a lot of news to get to, so we're going to jump right in, starting with D23 Expo. And two people who know a heck of a lot about D23 Expo are our friend Ashley Eckstein, the voice of Ahsoka Tano and the founder of her universe, and Brett Iwin, the official voice of Mickey Mouse. Both of them joining us later in the show, not only to talk about D23 Expo, but about their incredible friendship and uh, sharing some, some very fun and, and unexpected stories, I will say. <laughs> so stick around for them. And something that they are a part of is the D23 Expo Live live stream. And we just announced at the end of last week the full schedule for the live stream. There's more than seven hours of programming every day starting next Friday for three days. Some of the big, big panels, of course, we've talked about the fact that the opening ceremony and Disney Legends Awards will be kicking off the festivities. Lots of reveals, lots of celebrities. We're going to have the Mouse Grade hosted by the fabulous Nina West and with friends of the pod judging Ashley Eckstein, Ali Maki, and just mentioned Yvette Nicole Brown. <laughs> There's, I mean, we're going to have talking pets with the vets of National Geographic and Alfonso Ribeiro is going to be yes. there for that one. All right. The Bob's Burgers cast and creators doing a whole panel. Disney's epic entertainment showcase, the musical, the extravaganza. By the time this comes out, we will have told you all the people who are a part of it. I am fairly certain that is going to be announced, but you will not believe it. But all I can say is you better get your head in the game uh -oh. for a show that is going to be full of big shots and you never know who might be at Raven's home. So there we go. There's just a few little <laughs> hints there, but it's going to be amazing. Nina West, again, she's going to be hosting the D23 
Disney Stars Trivia Showdown. They're going to be showing the making of Disney 100, the exhibition, some big announcements coming out of that. Walt Disney Imagineering, 70 years of making the impossible possible. Of course, a boundless future Disney Parks experiences and products with our friend of the pod, Disney Parks experiences and products chairman, Josh tomorrow. There is so much. You can see the whole schedule at d23.com and everything will be live streaming on D23 socials as well as at d23expo.com slash live. So lots to tune into, lots to be excited for. Jeffrey, you are missing one key piece of information about the D23 Expo live stream. What's that, Sherry? Well, moms, listen up. <laughs> Jeffrey and I are <laughs> going to be on the live stream giving daily recaps on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So tune in. That's true. The biggest moments, the most epic presentations, the most unbelievable pavilions. We will cover it all in seven mm -hmm. minutes or less. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what a challenge that will be, but I cannot wait. <laughs> Well, speaking of all this excitement coming up next week, Disney Plus Day, or what I unofficially like to call D23 Expo Eve, is upon <laughs> us. September yes. 8th, everybody. And in celebration, the first full trailer for Pinocchio was just released. It premieres on Disney Plus Day. It's directed by the Oscar winner, Robert Zemeckis, and is truly, truly, truly star-studded. Tom Hanks, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Cynthia Erivo, who, by the way, will be singing a, the classic When You Wish Upon a Star, and you hear a little bit of it in the trailer, and it just makes me want to cry. Keegan-Michael Key, Lorraine Bracco, she's going to be a new character named Sophia the Seagull. Luke Evans and Benjamin Evan Ainsworth as Pinocchio. Check out the trailer at d23.com and on Walt Disney Studios YouTube. Also in Disney Plus news, we are one month away from Hocus Pocus 2. Woohoo! Amok, amok, amok. Disney Plus marked the start of the very exciting countdown by releasing an all new poster featuring all three Sanderson sisters. And the tagline is back and more glorious than ever, which, I mean, how fitting is that? The film debuts September 30th as part of Disney Plus's Hollow Stream celebration. I also want to point out to our listeners, Jeffrey keeps poking up some For the Birds plushes while I'm talking. <laughs> and it's really hard to not laugh. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. They're just here on their own, living their lives. So <laughs> They're good. totally fine. All right. Well, speaking of nothing that you had were talking about at all, <laughs> we actually had the very fabulous Judy Greer on the show a few weeks back talking about, of course, Hollywood Stargirl. She was fabulous. She was wonderful. And we talked about Reboot, the new comedy coming to Hulu. We should note it is a show for adults, but the trailer just dropped with Judy, Keegan-Michael Key, Johnny Knoxville, Rachel Bloom. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> she talked about it, but it's about an old comedy that gets rebooted, hence the name. It's from Steve Levitan, the creator of Modern Family. I was crying with laughter, especially Judy is just comic gold. She is she genius. Really is. The show debuts on Hulu on September 20th. You can check out the trailer on Hulu's YouTube page. And I love that they're self-referential about Hulu too. Like this one woman working for Hulu says she knows nothing about comedy. They say, oh, great. What do you do? She's like, oh, I'm the head of comedy. I just love <laughs> that they're willing to poke fun at themselves. It's hilarious. So cannot wait to watch. Love that. Well, in more Hulu news, the first celebrity guests have been announced for Norman Lear, 100 Years of Music and Laughter. That will air on September 22nd on ABC, and it's going to be available the next day on Hulu. 
here comes the first batch, the first lineup that we're hearing. Jennifer Aniston, Jimmy Kimmel, Amy yes. Poehler, Octavia yes. Spencer. Yes. yes. They're going to help celebrate TV legend Norman Lear in ABC's upcoming special. And I'm sure more talent will be announced at a later date. And I'm sure we will announce it right here when we find out. Oh, it's going to be so fun. Yes. And then sort of bringing it back to the parks, anyone that follows along the Disney Parks blog knows that there were first looks that were released of the new Epcot attraction, Journey of Water, which is going to be inspired by Moana. This is coming to World Nature, which is going to allow guests, you know, explore and engage with water as it travels through its, you know, full life cycle from the skies to the ocean and back again. So definitely check out the blog post all about that. There's a really great photo of Moana being carved into the rock work. And you can also see that iconic spot. Viral. So really, really excited for that attraction. I thought it was so beautiful. Yeah, such a great addition to Epcot. Mm. Oh, but you know what that means. What could that mean? It means it's time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend presented by State Farm. For complete listings and details, visit d23.com. And remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All the titles this week are school-themed because we know so many of our little ones are going back to school. <laughs> All of these incredible films that you can watch are available on Disney+. Plus. Sherry, what's up first? <laughs> up first is an all-time favorite of mine, High School Musical 3. Oh, yes. 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 Is this a hot take? It's my favorite of the High School Musical trilogy. But anyway, I mean, can I have this dance? I mean, come on. The duet. <laughs> the duet of the century. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. I cannot wait to watch it again. Also coming is College Road Trip. This is a really, really funny comedy with Martin Lawrence and Raven Simone. Martin Lawrence display, uh, both of them display their amazing physical comedy. Yeah, there's some cameo appearances by Donny Osmond. Really, really funny Ooh. film. And fun fact, I might be dating myself, but this was one of the films I worked on when I was an intern at the studio many moons ago. So Wow. <laughs> cool. There you go. Full circle, yeah. Watch it for Martin Lawrence. Stay for Kian's big... Yeah. cinematic debut my, de my, my <laughs> debut as an intern there you go <laughs> and then also one of my favorite decoms lemonade mouth is also on our list and this brings me back to my days of working at radio disney because i probably danced to the song determinate probably oh, over a thousand times so and an early appearance by princess jasmine herself naomi scott oh yeah oh. Who sang Speechless on the soundtrack of the... Oh, I'm bringing up Full Circle here. I was going to say, wow. I like that. Full circle indeed. Uh, I love Lemonade Mouth. I love that soundtrack. Also on the back to school list, Turning Red, a Pixar classic. Uh, I know it just came out, but it's a classic already, you know? I agree. Nothing more to say about that. If you want to go something <laughs> for a little bit more classic, well, it may be time to remember the Titans. Ooh. Such a great film. It's one of those fantastic movies about sports that isn't about sports at all. So why not watch that as well? Well, today we have two friends of the pod and two friends of mine and two best friends. So, so much friendship going on. Uh, <laughs> she is the voice of Ahsoka Tano in the Star Wars animated series, the creator of the kids series Star Wars Mindful Matters, and the founder of the phenomenally successful Her Universe clothing brand, he is an incredible artist whose work can be seen in Disney Fine Art and Collector's Editions and the official voice of Mickey Mouse. Please welcome to the show, Ashley Eckstein and Brett Iwin. Yay! Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Hi. 
so happy to have you both on. This is so fun. My cheeks already hurt from smiling and we haven't even begun yet. <laughs> right? Aww. It's like, you know, it's like two great tastes that taste great together. Exactly. Oh, I love that. We need t-shirts that say that, Ashley. I know. I know. <laughs> I love that. No, thank you so much for having us on. And of course, with my bestie, Brett, it makes it even better. Yeah. Sweet. Always, okay. Always. Well, let's take it back to the beginning. Ashley and Brett, how did you two meet? Well, actually, we were set up by D23. What? That's right. Bringing people together. That's what we do. <laughs> D23 brings everyone together. We were asked to host an unboxing video for Mickey's 90th, which coincided with the member gift that year. And that was the first time I met Ashley. And I remember I embarrassed myself because we went out to dinner afterwards. And I said, so how long have you been voicing Ahsoka? And she was like, 10 years, like the length (laughs) of the series. And I just felt completely oblivious to her career. But I guess it didn't leave a lasting impression because she's, you know, one of my best friends now. So (laughs) not at all. I was more enamored by the fact that I was having lunch with the voice of Mickey Mouse. I mean, I was completely geeking out the entire time (laughs) trying to like keep my cool, you know, being such a massive Disney fan. But, you know, we became friends. We became friendly. But then it wasn't until Destination D, which is another D23 event, where we got to do some co-hosting together when we really realized like, oh, wait a minute. We like get along really well. We should be good friends. <laughs> we should be friends. And to solidify that bond, we put on bell bottoms together and dressed in Aww. our 70s best for <laughs> the little intro thing we were doing. And, you know, I don't put on corduroy bell bottoms for anybody. So it's <laughs> well, a real testament. <laughs> I love it. And you've never taken them off ever since. I'm still wearing them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're going to be doing a lot at D23 Expo separately and together. Where are fans going to be able to find you? Gosh, Ashley, we're going to be all over the place. Do you want to start? Yeah. I know you've got a pretty big event. Well, you can find us both on the D23 Expo live stage. Live stage. So we're going to be doing some hosting throughout the entire weekend. So fans on the expo floor can actually go and watch us live on the floor as we do interviews and share our reactions to panels and showcase product. It's going to be a a ton of fun. And then I'm also going to be doing some of the same things for Disney Plus. So you can watch it on Disney Plus or again, watch the stream throughout the weekend from the live stage. And then I'll be one of the judges for the Mouse Garade, which Woo-hoo! I'm really, really excited. Yay! With another one of your besties. Oh, yes, with Nina West. Yes, Nina Fun. West is actually hosting the Mouse Garade. And then I'm going to be moderating the 90s Mickey Mouse Club reunion panel. And then also I'm going to be on the Women in Fashion panel because I'm debuting a new Star Wars collection that I designed with the help from none other than my good friend, Brett Iwin. We collaborated on a collection together. So just a couple of things. And Brett? Just a few um, things. Yeah. What about you? Like you said, the live stage. I'm really excited about that because like you mentioned, in-person attendees can come and join us for all the fun, but it's also going to be a live stream throughout the weekend, doing all the recaps and, and special interviews, which I'm really excited about. 
Ashley and I had the chance to do that a couple of years ago at the last expo and we had a blast, but it was on a much smaller scale than we're doing this year. And then in addition to that, let's see, I'm moderating a panel on Sunday morning about Mickey and the story of a mouse, a brand new Mickey documentary that's going to be premiering on Disney Plus soon. I'm really excited about that. I've got Eric Goldberg on the panel, Floyd Norman, and the production team from the documentary. Um, and then I hear the voice of Mickey Mouse is going to be there too, which is kind of cool. <laughs> what? No way. Appropriate for a Mickey panel. And then Sunday night, I'm going to be part of another Disney character voice panel, kind of similar to what happened at the last expo. We're going to have a bunch of different talent on stage performing their character voices, which is always a blast. Amazing. Wow. I mean, I don't know when you're going to have time to clone yourselves before Expo, but it sounds like you're going to need to, both of you. Right? So I feel like the, the easier question would have been, what panels are you not a part of? Yeah. That would have been a much shorter <laughs> list. Yeah. Well, other than the many, many things you're both involved with, what are you each most excited to see at Expo? Oh, my oh. gosh. I'm such a bad interviewee when it comes to like, what's your favorite? What are you looking forward to? Because... I'm a, too much of a fan of everything. So the whole expo, I honestly, I'm like overwhelmed with the excitement of everything that's possible to catch, right? My mom's going to be in attendance and she's telling me the things she wants to go to. And I'm like, oh yeah, I want to be there too, but I can't be at everything. So, you know, anything about from Marvel and Star Wars, I'm always excited about that. I love going to see what the parks are up to and the Imagineering Pavilion. So I'm really excited about that. How about you, Ashley? You know, I am such a sucker for all of the merchandise, you know, especially <laughs> because there's, you know, limited release merchandise that is often only available at the expo. So I always feel like whenever I go into, you know, the shops on the floor, I feel like it's like supermarket sweep, you know, <laughs> to like go in and- Or the Hunger Games, either way. Yeah, or the Hunger Games. <laughs> and I just have to like grab everything because- you know, it's only available there at the expo and it's not a want, it's a need. And I end up walking out with just like bags and bags of stuff. So I'm really, really looking forward to all of the, you know, limited uh, merchandise. And then of course, all of the news and just seeing people, you know, mm. it's been a minute. It's been a minute since the last expo. And I'm looking forward to seeing all of my Disney friends. I like to say Disney friends are the best friends and just giving hugs and high fives and cheers and laughs and just having the best time. All right, Ashley, Star Wars Mindful Matters launched this summer. So good and really important. Can you talk about the work behind it and what the reaction's been? Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, Star Wars Mindful Matters has been a passion project for me for literally the past like five years. It's a new video series and they're short videos. They're two to three minutes each. And each video teaches a mindful lesson from Star Wars. So, you know, Jedi Master Yoda teaches us that a Jedi must have the deepest commitment, the most serious mind. And essentially he's teaching us that training our mind is just as important as physically training our body. In fact, in Star Wars, you know, you could argue that the lessons of the mind, you know, for the Jedi are more important than even learning to fight with a lightsaber. You know, Luke Skywalker teaches Rey that confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi. So these short videos are the mindful lessons that we learn from Star Wars compared with clinically based 
mindfulness exercises. So, you know, you are thinking that you're training to be a Jedi, but you're also learning a mindfulness exercise. And these lessons are for everyone. You know, I worked with Nationwide Children's Hospital to make sure that they were appropriate and safe for kids. So that's why we have them on, you know, StarWarsKids.com and the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel to let parents and teachers and child life specialists know that they are safe and appropriate for kids, but they're also for everyone. I mean, Mm -hmm. Star Wars is for everyone. I definitely encourage people to check them out. You know, it only takes a minute to do these exercises, but they will make a powerful difference in your day. And our tagline is because being mindful matters. So yeah, you can go to starwarskids.com or the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel. Again, they're for everyone, but I am excited to share They're also in all Walt Disney World resorts. They're in Disneyland resorts. They're in Alani. We're trying to get them into as many places as possible. We're working to get them into children's hospitals and in schools, kind of spreading the ways of the force. Mm. Wow, that is amazing. That is so cool. Brett, I know you're always going in to record new projects for Mickey. Where are some of the new places we can hear your dulcet falsetto? <laughs> <laughs> dulcet falsetto. Oh, I'm going to have to add that to my uh, IMDb. Um, the funny thing about having the privilege of voicing Mickey is I, I feel like I live in a constant NDA. Like I work on so many amazing <laughs> things and everyone always wants to know what's coming up. And I often lose track of what I can and can't talk about. Mm. So without divulging too much, Sherry, I will say... I have worked on some really exciting stuff, at least that I was really excited about, that I can't specifically mention, but I will say it's parks related. So stay tuned Mm -hmm. for maybe Mickey appearing in some uh, favorite locations. And, you know, we we continue to work on Mickey Mouse Funhouse. Uh, we're, We're working on season two of that right now. And it continues to be such a fun vehicle for these characters to go on wild and crazy adventures together. Um, So we're having a lot of fun with that. Gosh, I'm trying to think what other teasers I can give out. It it's so hard. They they tell me to keep my mouth shut. You know, it's just <laughs> us. We're not recording. You can you can say anything. It's just Uh-oh. us. Oh, okay. yep. I almost fell for that. I was I almost fell for that. And Brett, you've been voicing Mickey now for for more than a decade. Are you used to seeing your voice come out of one of the world's most iconic characters in the world at this point? At this point, I'm grateful that it has become a little bit more commonplace. When I first started. I remember the first parade I ever saw that I voiced Mickey in. And it was weird. I was like, oh, that's not Mickey. That's me. That's my voice coming down the street. And it kind of removed a little bit of the Disney fandom that I'd had for so long. But I'm happy to report that I can Mm -hmm. now watch shows at the parks or or shows on TV. And I just hear Mickey. I I see and I hear Mickey. And I'm able to just kind of get lost in the magic of it all over again. And, you know, that probably comes with, like you mentioned, over a decade of doing it now, it's, I've kind of shirked off a little bit of those nerves, those nervous jitters that I had where I was like hypersensitive about everything. And um, I remember when I first started, Bill Farmer, the voice of Goofy said to me, he's like, do you feel like you go in and you think about doing the voice? And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly thinking about making the noises and, and the, the phrases and everything. And he said, well, give it a few years and you won't even think about it anymore. It'll just come out. You'll just walk in and Mickey will click in. You'll fall right into place. And and, and that's kind of how it, where I've gotten now, which is great because it, it does help me just to be a fan all over again. Hmm. Wow. Wow. That truly is, I mean, it sounds magical. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> surreal. Very, it's very surreal. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ashley, what are some of the new designs we can look forward to from you, either from her universe or on your own? So I teased earlier that mm. I got to design a new Star Wars line that will be debuting at the expo. So this collection is actually called Guided by the Light, and it's inspired by Ahsoka Tano. It is actually just designed by Ashley Eckstein. That's what it'll say on the label. Wow. But I'm just thrilled I'm doing this podcast with Brett because we actually worked on this collection together. Unfortunately, ah. my art skills... How do, how do I describe my art skills, Brett? Your, your art skills are great, Ashley. <laughs> but when it comes to, you know, <laughs> putting your best foot forward and presenting your ideas, I just thought I'd help. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it helps to have friends like Brett Iwin, who are incredible artists. But no, we actually work really, really well together. We were just working together today on a new project. Right. And so I have kind of like the creative fashion uh, vision. And then we combine that with Brett's artistic vision. And um, we put our two brains together and um, we came up with Guided by the Light. It is a brand new collection. It's a unisex collection that launches at the expo and it's covered in reflective material. When you wear it in the dark and shine a light on it or, you know, flash, like take a photo with the flash, it glows. It literally lights up. It's really, really cool. And, you know, Ahsoka, to me, Ahsoka represents hope. She reminds us to never give up hope, no matter how dark things seem. And that even if you can't see the light, that it's always there. And so that's what we wanted to create with this collection. And Brett even basically took Ahsoka's fulcrum symbol and deconstructed it. And we made a new Ahsoka icon inspired by the fulcrum symbol and her lightsabers that you can see all over the collection. So we're really, really excited about it. There's going to be a pair of Mickey ears as a part of the collection that mm. are limited mm. to the expo. So you're going to want to get them there, but then you can also get it on Shop Disney uh, or the rest of the collection you can get on Shop Disney and at the parks after the expo. Wow. I'm, I cannot wait to see this. <laughs> Putting you a bit on the spot, what is your favorite funniest moment that you can remember of the other that we can talk about on a Disney podcast <laughs> of the other oh I've got plenty that we can't talk about on the Disney podcast I know <laughs> let me try and filter that for our audience <laughs> oh oh my gosh okay I've got one I've got okay. one so it was in the middle of COVID you know and everything was virtual Mm -hmm. and shop Disney reached out to both of us and asked us <laughs> oh, if no. we would do a dance video to help promote <laughs> Halloween on shop Disney. And so we had to learn like this, like, you know, Mickey and Minnie and Goofy, they did this choreographed Halloween dance that we had to learn. And they asked us to pick costumes from <laughs> shop Disney. And so Brett just went on cause we were doing it as a duo and he was like, okay, they have Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. We'll, we'll do that. So they shipped it to our homes. <laughs> and it sounded like a great idea until... Until... Brett had to dress up as Peter Pan. 
Oh. <laughs> you know, at the time, in, you know, late 30s, adult dressing up as Peter Pan is exactly <laughs> how it sounds. It, it's a bad idea. And <laughs> I don't know why I didn't anticipate that. And so I put on the costume and I stood in front of the computer to start recording myself. And I, I came to my senses. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> I, hadn't even, I hadn't even tried to start dancing yet. And then I started watching the characters dance and the choreography. And I realized what I should have known all along. I can't dance. I've never been able to dance. I don't know why I thought that all of a sudden this pixie dust was going to appear and I was going to be able to do these moves. And even if I had been able to dance, it wouldn't have looked good in a Peter Pan costume. In spandex. In, in spandex. spandex. I was wearing, I had green tights on. Green tights. Oh I tried it without the green tights and it just wasn't, that wasn't appropriate either. So I, it was a no-win situation. And I mean, it would have been fine if we were there together in person, but because this was all virtual, it was not working out. But we laughed so hard. Like I was crying, like <laughs> literally crying. So oh I ended up doing it by myself just as Tinkerbell. I had no Peter Pan to my Tinkerbell. <laughs> no. <laughs> Peter Pan sent an email and said, I'm so sorry, but dot, 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 no. Not going <laughs> to happen. We have done Disney favorites with you before, so let's do something a little different. We're going to play Who's Most Likely To... Dot, 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 and we may have some follow-up questions. I'll pass it off to Jeffrey to start. All right, so as fast as you can think, who is the most likely to grab a character photo? Ashley. Uh, yeah. Okay. Me. Who would it be? Ooh. With Mickey. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm, okay. I make Brett take photos with mickey and me of course i was yeah. gonna say quasimodo because ashley was friends with quasimodo back in the day Aww. oh yeah <laughs> okay who is most likely to ride on space mountain me who's most likely to get a churro me ashley yeah <laughs> yes who is most likely to break into song Oh, I think we're both guilty of that yeah, at times, but that, yeah. That's a tie answer. <laughs> that's a tie. Yeah. Do you have a particular song? Is there a go-to song? Oh, oh anything 80s <laughs> or anything Disney when we're in the parks. I mean, even better yeah. if it's Disney from the 80s. It's, you know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean. Mickey Mouse Disco, I'm in and go. Who is most likely to stay up for fireworks? I'm going to say Ashley. Yeah. I go, to, I go to bed early. <laughs> 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 Who is most likely to be wearing a piece of Disney clothing at any given time? Oh, oh definitely me. <laughs> definitely, Ashley. <laughs> that's a no-brainer. I, I think that's all I wear. I don't think there's a day where I don't wear something Disney. And to be fair, all Disney apparel I have was gifted to me by Ashley. So, <laughs> which I have another shirt waiting for you. Oh, I can't wait. I love it. All right. Well, we've asked you your favorite Disney memories before. So, we're going to shake this up a little with our very limited remaining time. What is each of your favorite Disney memory that you shared together? Oh, my favorite Disney memory was. In 2019, uh, we went to Disneyland, and I think 
that was the first day I met Bo, right, Brett? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I met Brett's husband, Bo, for the very first time. And we just had the most magical evening at Disneyland. We took photos together. We had a churro. Um, we had the chance to go to Club 33. We rode on the Lily Bell train car. I mean, it was just like the whole evening was full of Disney magic. And I have to say it here on the podcast. I called it when Brett was first messaging with Bo. We we kind of Instagram stalked him. I looked him up and I said, oh, Brett, you're going to marry this guy. Aww. I called she did. it. I she called did. it, and then, you know, when I met him, it just sealed the deal. I was like, oh, my gosh, yep, they're meant to be. They're going to get married, and so it was just a magical night. My answer is somewhat similar to that. I was going to say, Ashley and I have had the opportunity to do so many amazing things with Disney and at Disney Parks in particular, but I think some of my favorite memories are when she and I are just going to hang out as friends and enjoy the park, just go on some rides, eat some snacks, and hang out, and it was actually a trip to Disney World right before the trip Ashley just, just mentioned that I was thinking about. It was the start of the year. We just happened to have some time off uh, from a project and we went into the Magic Kingdom and we got a big Mickey donut mm. and rode some rides and we were only there for half a day. But I just remember it being like a really happy and fun experience. And I, I walked away from that day just thinking like, I needed that. And and yes, mm -hmm. we did talk a lot about Bo because she decided that I was gonna marry him. So there you go, ah. Disney magic. I love it. And it's been happily ever after ever since. That's right. For everyone involved. <laughs> Yay. Oh, Brett, Ashley, thank you both so much for taking the time. We cannot wait to see you at Expo in just a few moments, it feels like, and to see what's coming next from Mickey, from designs, from artwork. So congratulations. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. We're always happy to join you guys. I think it's so fun having like two friends of the pod on together because it's like a totally different vibe and a totally different interview. They were totally. so fun. So fun. Uh, and can't wait to see them at Expo. Yeah, they're going to be everywhere. I'm they still are? convinced that they have clones because they're scheduled and not make logical sense to me. <laughs> Agree. Although, Sherry, I've been looking at our schedules. We yeah, may need point. clones as well. I and think so. Kian, thank you so much for joining us this oh, week. This has you. been yes. for so me. much fun. Yes. yes. So happy to have you, and I look forward to seeing you at Expo, I am sure. Mm -hmm. Of course, absolutely. And thank you all for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.